1: So, welcome to the film marketing section. Now, Pascal, this week, if it's all right with you, I'd like to talk about Bond 25, or as it's going to be known, No Time to Die. Now, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, one of the consequences of lockdown was that me and the wife decided that we were going to watch all 24 of the existing Bond films back to back over a period of nights. In fact, I don't think we did it. Every single night, we've probably had one Bond film, and then a night off, and then another Bond film. So it took us getting on towards two months to get through (laughs) all 24 of the films. Not two months, a while, a while. I can't do the maths. Too too early in the morning, so we started with Doctor No, which I think was released back in 1962 Correct. before I was born, and obviously the last one from a few years ago was Spectre, and, and oh, it's just fantastic to go through. I mean, there are there've been some great Bond films, there've been some clunkers. I, I would argue that pretty much every single one of them is entertaining in some way, but obviously some absolutely stand out, and and I guess. I'm really excited for the launch of No Time to Die. I mean, there's been quite a a gap between this one and Spectre, I think for nearly five years, there's been all sorts of controversy about having changing the director and having to rewrite the script and will Daniel Craig do another one or won't he do another (laughs) one and if he doesn't do another one who's going to be the new James Bond and even though he has done another one we're still having the speculation as to who the next James Bond will be and will it be a female for goodness sake it I think they've, they've got away with Doctor Who because Doctor Who isn't human but we'll we'll have that conversation another day but again coronavirus has got in the way of the marketing of bond 25 now most bond films if i remember rightly tend to be launched in the autumn so they usually come out sometime mid-november to tap into the christmas market funnily this particular bond film no time to die was scheduled to be launch in april of this year and we just started to see the teaser campaigns so you know thirty-second preview, um, some great shots of the Aston Martin, a shot of Daniel Craig abseiling down a wall somewhere, a little bit of action, a little bit of a teaser. You see the logo, the the style of the film, a little bit of a a hint as to who might be in it. And then, of course, COVID-19 lockdown comes along, and all of a sudden, unprecedented of course, they delay the launch of No Time to Die back to November of this year, which ironically puts it back in its more traditional launch period, and the marketing has effectively been stopped just as the campaign was getting started. So I saw teaser trailers, I saw um, billboard um, adverts outside shops, and then there was the longer two-and-a-half-minute trailer, which was incredibly exciting. Um, But now, of course, everything's just gone dead. And I guess the question I'm thinking is that, you know, needs must, coronavirus, but is it possible to sort of stop a campaign mid uh execution and then effectively resurrect it at a later date or will they actually have to rethink the entire thing and and just to layer on top of that i've also heard rumors that some of their audience previews weren't actually as um appro- the approval ratings weren't as high as they were expecting and some people have been saying that actually, they're actually reshooting some of it now i don't know
2: whether that's even possible given the lockdown mm. but uh what do you think well for me it was interesting that you should have chosen the bond franchise one of the longest running franchise in the kind of western stroke english-speaking world if that's mm-hmm. the expression uh, other continents have even longer franchise going i'm thinking about the asian market with godzilla and, and a few other things so to me it's part of almost our culture and back to your your thing about the event uh every um every so often is the bond movie that almost tie over the summer blockbusters and the Christmas movies. In between you have the Bond movie, which is still for, I think, for families in general. Although some of the, the latter one with Daniel Craig have been very, very dark and I think more complex in terms of the character arc and development. But to your question about campaigns being stopped and starting again, Whilst there is a context and the public will understand why it has happened, what they can't do, surely, come September, October, should we be allowed to go to the movies again with, um, you know, all safety measures in place, they can't just reserve the same trailers and the same teasers. So from a um, work point of view, I think the market the apartment, which I'd love to sometime be a fly on the wall, you know, we're going to have to rethink their strategy um, because so we're seeing that and if you want to have a spike of of excitement you know to lead the audience to come to the movies you're going to have to serve something else but the risk is of course then they start to give away too much of the storyline or they start to give away too things so I think they they may have to do something very different maybe some uh, um, audience participation things where that they've done in for other films where they give you you know video clips and you can edit your own version of the trailer and then release it on social media Uh, that could be one thing they're going to do they can maybe play a little harder on product placement one thing about the Bond movies that is Astonishing is how elegant the product placement is. No other movie franchise or other movies on their own could get away with it without the cynicism being the reaction. But here you see the laptops and the the clothes and the watches and the cars. And I mean, all the the, the gizmos that then are literally sold uh, as items around Christmas. Um, Not that I could ever afford the James Bond watch. But (laughs) and for me, I'm just looking at it, you know, and be charmed thinking, there's no other environment where you could essentially flog um, Adidas shoes because we were told, you know, because I was, I made the headline this year uh, or for this film, Bond is not wearing smart shoes; they're wearing Adidas, like you know the the, the younguns out there. And there's some thinking: Are they going to lean more on that to so let the product to do some of the marketing for them? And um, we don't know. But you know, maybe actually people like those. Um, companies like Adidas and many others are going to say, you know what, I think it's going to be cold, it's been six months, so we're going to pull out, so the risk as well for the marketing department is that their sponsors I believe that's the term. And other kind of financiers are going to say, well, you know, it's been six months. We're not sure we're going to go back to the movies. We heard that the um, viewing, you know, the preview with the audience has not gone so well, so we'll pull back. the same way, they're pulling back from Facebook and many other things. So I think at this moment in time, the marketing department is having big, big discussions. They're having a big challenge. But as an audience, I can't be reserved the same stuff that I've seen that led me to be excited. I mean, you're right, it was April, so back in February, March, you and I were already sharing each other's kind of, have you seen, have you seen this one? Um, the, everything from social to even the, the, the press. So I think... There's a lesson in that for all of us, which is that when a campaign has to be stopped for reasons that are out of your control, you can't just restart as if nothing has happened. I think there is to be some reflection on that, but you've got to think about the audience as well. If your audience has already consumed that content and six months later you, you just you know in a great great it's a big challenge and I can't wait to see what they're gonna do about it but I would be disappointed if they don't really surprise us because ultimately that's what I need as an audience. I think you're absolutely right.
1: It has to be something big. Now again, recently there was a bit of a revelation. I don't know whether it was leaked or whether it was just some good investigative journalism, but there was a bit of news about a plot point from No Time to Die, which to me, was actually a fairly big spoiler, a fairly big reveal. So for the sake of everybody's sanity, I'm not actually going to tell you what that piece of news is, just in case you don't know. But it's something that, as far as I can remember, has never happened to James Bond in a film. And if it is if it is the truth, then it will be pretty big. But if they then base the marketing campaign around that particular spoiler, then... By its very nature, they're going to blow part of the plot, and, and I don't really think they're going to want to do that. So I'm with you. I'd like to see what sort of interactive um, trailers we might see, what sort of product placement advancements we might see for this film. But I do know that I'm looking forward to it, i I hope that we don't have to see it delayed again into 2021, because I really do want to get my fix of James Bond 25 <laughs> before this year is out.
2: And you know, back to um, my comment earlier about the longest running franchise, there is an enormous amount of uh, of goodwill from the audience around the world about the character that Ian Fleming invented as part of uh, you know, his, his own kind of journey as a, as a creator and as a creative person. And so, I think they can bank on that, but they shouldn't take advantage of it they shouldn't kind of rely on the audience's goodwill. continue to do your job as storytellers and impress us and help us restart with you this um the lead up to the movie release um because otherwise it it could become do you know that lackluster um kind of um sentiment with the last Star Wars movie. The last Star Wars movie should have been the biggest event in cinematic history. And it wasn't. It was just yet another sci-fi movie that people kind of went but where, you know, I'm sure someone said, ah, wait for the DVD to come out and and I would hate for this to be what happened with Bond 25. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That Star Wars movie,
1: it made me want to flip the switch on the gear stick, (laughs) press the button and eject... From the cinema.
2: (laughs) Well, talking of Eject, um, time is against us, Roger. and We're pretty much at the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to and watching
1: Two Geeks in a Marketing Podcast. We'd be delighted if you would subscribe and leave us reviews in the usual places. Until next week... Please do go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni.